0: Welcome to Middle Age Games for the Next. My name is Eric, aka GI Gamer 1981. The other guy right there is Trish Nabarra, the uh, the greatest uh, Kickstarter man of the future, <laughs> and also the greatest author that's been ever, ever made.
1: Yeah, including and, War, uh, War and inter- Peace. Okay, go ahead.
0: <laughs> War War <and> Abarra <laughs> <laughs> also I like to uh, introduce my, our special guest tonight uh this is frank right here and uh welcome to our little podcast it's just a pleasure be all be to be here <laughs> and uh why don't we let bar give a little introduction to you
1: so this is uh frank aka chris sanderson i knew him as chris back in high school but he goes by frank now he's all like sophisticated and stuff i'm where's your smoking jacket frank
2: I know. I'm wearing the tie dye. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Frank sounds a lot more dignified, you know.
1: But I know that you are you are the fourth, Frank Sanderson the fourth, right?
2: I I am the fourth. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Unfortunately, I had to break the lineage. Uh, You know, I had to break the news to my folks. I would not be naming my son the fifth. I I, it's just it's too much embarrassment and it's too much to write out on uh, legal documents. So. You know,
1: yeah. You could have you just named him Cinco Sanderson instead.
2: That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, actually... Uh, oh, go ahead, dude.
2: Oh, so, I was just going to say there was actually a running bet. Uh, so, when my wife was pregnant with him is when Anderson Silva was fighting, I think, Chris Weidman for the title, UFC title. And uh, if... Anderson Silva won. My brother in law was going to make us name him Anderson Sanderson. And so, yeah, <laughs>
1: that luckily awesome. that did not happen. I love that. I love that. Yeah. No, well, Frank is a uh, good friend of mine back from high school. Like uh, he and I, you know, um, were, uh, I think it was our junior year we met. Um, but no, uh, yeah, I we... thought we met. No, was it wasn't it at
2: freshman year in no. PE. Didn't we have is in PE together?
1: Oh, we did. yeah Uh, yeah, you see i'm old i'm old i'm 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 holy crap i forgot about that oh my gosh anyway time flies so frank and i have known each other forever and we hit it off you know we're both video game nerds back in the day and um have similar interests uh and whatnot you know kind of like uh eric here that's why we all get get along together but uh, we are going to be talking about a few things that I knew Frank was going to be perfect for on this podcast, and that's why we invited him today. So I'm, I'm really uh, thankful for you uh, taking some time out of your, your busy day. I know you've got kids, you've got a wife, you've got a zoo <laughs> to take care of. So uh, welcome, brother.
2: Yeah, thank you. I'm I'm glad to be here. I'm glad I got invited. This is my first uh, podcast appearance ever. Uh, I was hoping <laughs> at some point to be important enough somewhere along the way to be able to uh, get out there in podcast land. So this is great.
0: So yeah. I, I have one question. So how was uh, 1996 Ibarra? Oh,
2: 1996 no. Ibarra? Uh, <laughs> I mean, oh, super smooth. <laughs> He was awesome. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, he was the pinnacle of gaming. He really was. I mean, he started collecting so early that, like, I saw it very, very quickly when we, we, you know, we became fast friends. And um, I had some games from my childhood. I had, you know, some Sega Genesis and some original NES and stuff that I kind of (laughs) kept. And I saw how much that he appreciated it that I just sold him, I think, most of my stuff, right? Dude, I I still have
1: your copy of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on NES. It says your name. You wrote your name in Sharpie on it.
2: Oh, really? Uh, Yeah, yeah, you should have just like, you know, just uh, (laughs) (laughs) got some rubbing alcohol. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But no, 96 Tristan, uh, you know, um, I think he's stayed true to himself. I think he's definitely uh, a gamer at heart. And he is the pinnacle of staying youthful, even as we (laughs) turn into skeletons. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, um, youthful as in like uh, adolescent um, humor and whatnot. But (laughs) I don't know about body. It's falling apart. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, this actually brings up for our, our first
1: topic for Abara here.
0: I have to ask a question. By the way, how has he not seen any movies from the '80s and '90s? How did you not <laughs> influence him with watching great movies?
2: Yeah, I know. He will. He. We were just talking about this before the podcast got started, and you know, he said, "Well, living in a sheltered Mormon household, I guess mm-hmm. things kind of go by the wayside." And you know, what did you say? You just you haven't even watched the original
1: Die Hard, right? No. Nope. Yeah. Um, Wild. Wow. And and what? You know, It's kind of crazy because, like, you know, we had a we have a mutual friend in Harley Demarest, and Harley is like the quintessential movie buff. Like, he is oh, an yeah. encyclopedia. Of movie knowledge you ask him the movie he'll tell you the director the year you know whatever like it's just insane so that dude has seen like every movie under the sun and you know had had harley and i hung out more than yeah i probably would have seen these movies right
0: so what we're trying to do is we're trying to so the whole thing with this was my wife's the same way so i used to show her movies so we started trolling Abaro with laser discs. So we like <laughs> would buy him laser discs that he would have to watch. So like one of them was like Iron Eagle and like mm-hmm. all these random ones, as much as I could find. I mean he literally has like the basically the eighties and nineties catalog of action movies in his thing. <laughs> which is crazy. Nice. And Michael Bolt,
2: of course. Nice. I do. The
0: Michael Bowl one was hilarious. But hit so we're gonna we're gonna get you a review of this gym, uh, police academy five mission, <laughs> Miami. Yeah, uh, I watched today at work, which was you know while I was working, which was hilarious. And I wanted to get your thoughts on this jump in the shark mode of Police
1: Academy. <laughs> I wouldn't call it jumping the shark because it was actually pretty enjoyable. <laughs> um, I, I so so going into this, I knew that at some point Bobcat was going to be in it, and I'm glad that that wasn't the one because yep. I cannot stand Bobcat. Oh my god! So gosh. he's in three. Really? He's in, he's in three. three. He's in four also, right? Yeah, correct. He's in three and four. I mean, like he's such a like pivotal part of those movies. Like, I'm so glad they got away from Bobcat. I guess everyone else got sick of him too. By the time five rolled around, but um, <laughs> my favorite character in all of these—well, the the two police academies that I've seen so far. Wait, did I watch two? I don't even remember. You watched one and two. Yeah, and I watched then, one and two. Uh,
0: one or two, and then you went to. We went to five. So we'll have to backtrack. you. Know? Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not watching Bobcat ones. So <laughs> we'll, we'll just quit there. <laughs> yeah. Just, oh gosh, I can't stand his voice. Anyway, um, yeah. So five. It it's kind of like uh, the, my favorite character in all of these police academy movies that I've seen is is the commandant. It, he's so funny so and so easy to like laugh at because he's. He's supposed to be this serious guy, but, like, you know, he's kind of, like, the center of, like, everything that goes wrong. And that's what happens in this one. He picks up the wrong luggage. So, he he ends up with this treasure, you know, like, uh, stolen, what, diamonds or something like yeah, that? Yeah, stolen diamonds, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From and the so, this gang is after him. And, you know, it's, it's all the same tropes. Like, you know, I can't even remember their names, but girl with a big <laughs> big jugs like everyone's looking at her jugs like on the airplane and uh, the dude that's like obsessed with all the weaponry he's always he's obsessed rice, with the weaponry right. the bay. quiet girl is quiet it's, it's <laughs> all the same right. stuff <laughs> so I don't know it's, it's a police academy movie I don't really know what to say about it <laughs> except for the, the moments that happen in it kind of like the elevator so whenever uh, I knew someone was going to fart in that elevator but I thought it was going to be the comedy. Common- <laughs> <laughs> I was I was surprised it was someone else.
0: I like the reaction of the guy, though, on the elevator. And he gets all mad, and then he walks off it, then farts, and then still
1: thinks he didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> He's
0: like, what? What? Yeah. Have you guys ever
1: been on an elevator where someone farted? Oh, of course. I don't uh, think I have, but you, I've, I've been in plenty of airplanes so. where someone's farted. And it is the rankest, most yeah. horrible, like, prison that you can be in. <laughs> the other fun thing I've done on elevators is walk, slap all the
0: buttons before you leave,
1: oh. and you just watch oh, them. Oh, yeah. I've done yeah. That another
0: effort. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's a dick move. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: uh, I, love no, it too. I, I do the slow slide on it, too. It does not even like the fast slide. Just a slow slide <laughs> so they can watch it do it. Like...
2: You know what you do is you make eye contact with everybody as you do it, too. If there's people still in the elevator, you just. Uh, So full disclosure, though, I've never farted in an elevator, but I farted in a very, very crowded Flogging Molly concert. I mean, it was like (laughs) we were on the floor and it was standing. Just people were jammed and I ripped one and I just heard this blonde chick behind me going, oh, my God, somebody farted. And then she just starts (laughs) gagging. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's my time to exit.
1: There's a lot of ways.
2: We're gonna make our way up front.
0: Yeah. So the so the the whole purpose of the movie is is that they're going to Miami for like a convention, like a police convention.
1: Well, they're and trying they, to they honor they all him, right? Stuff. Like the, the yeah. Commandant or something. The Commandant,
0: yeah, correct. Yeah. So he was getting like awarded <laughs> there. And then like what's funny is is like the, the the Captain Harris and them is like, we're gonna do a first class ticket and then he like picks up the phone and they and they called <laughs> what's a stupid they called their own number and then they basically hooked him up on a budget plane full of like goats and Chicken, all kinds of stuff, yeah. and then they had like a what makes no sense. So I was laughing. I was like, they had a whole press unit outside waiting for them. Like, what were they waiting for? Freaking budget plane for, for no apparent reason, which is weird. The yeah. other thing I really like a lot was the the Jaws reference, where where Tackleberry's in the water trying to save that kid, and he like points the gun at him and like moves him back, which is hilarious.
1: <laughs> and then yeah, he uh, like sticks the gun in the freaking shark's face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, the other thing I love the most I've always wanted to try when I lived in Arizona, I wanted to see if it was true when he wrote dork on it when he went with, with the sun oh, yeah, yeah, dork yeah. On his thing. sunscreen and then everyone's like, what's going on, dork? And he's like, dude, all your people in your city are like the rudest <laughs> people ever. And he's like, not my problem, dork. <laughs> 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 I always wanted to know, like, if that would actually work. Like, I would oh, yeah, see 100% someone pass out work. Write "dork" hundred percent.
1: Yeah, you wouldn't, you the wouldn't burn one. where the, the sunscreen was. Jack, that's
0: why I see I seen it in jackass when the, when that the dude put it on his chest and they actually did it it spelled jackass on it which is hilarious
1: oh so that yeah. was pretty cool yeah
0: <laughs> so we get to pick we get to pick a bar's next movie. So I picked three new randos movies oh, that boy. he's gonna choose from
2: Nice. and it's
0: a b and c uh none of them are the same this time these are all brand new movies okay They're all brand new movies. And one's actually sealed, so you'll love that, too.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I, I hope I get the uh, sealed one so I can unseal it. Um, you know how we feel about plastic here on this podcast. That's
0: right. Tear it up.
1: Yeah. Um, well, okay. So, in the interest of not picking B for the third week in a row, I'm just going to say A, and we'll go with All A. All right.
0: Well, I'm, I'm kind of glad you did, because we're going to take you to Fairy Gordy's Last Dragon, and it's sealed. The Last now, never Dragon. Seen this movie oh before. yeah! <laughs> awesome. So, if you've never seen this movie before, this is an honor. Of my friend Hinton, uh, he showed me this movie in Germany, and I was like, "How did I miss this great movie?" Uh, it's Bruce Leroy in the in basically in Brooklyn, and basically he's trying to get his glow. And you'll love the theme song of it, but you're also gonna love all the shenanigans of the movie because it makes no sense. So, <laughs> I can't wait to hear your 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 oh, great boy. thing on your... Think of think of Bloodsport and uh, a ghetto movie, and what else had a mix in there? Uh, man, uh, Bruce he, like a uh, like
1: Bloodsport a little bit too. Okay, it's yeah, yeah it, it, it seems sport. like a black exploitation Bloodsport, basically.
2: A hundred, a hundred percent.
1: Okay, but here's here's the thing though: Barry
0: Gordy was actually he actually was the head of Motown, so he basically took his own money from his music career and puts it in here which is hilarious and he also makes a theme song for it, which is also funny too oh boy so i can't wait to to hear your reaction on this have you seen Speaking this one Frank? Old... oh yeah
2: oh yeah i've been a long time though so because you are watching that i will make sure to update myself and yeah. i'm gonna watch it i'm gonna try and okay. watch it this weekend because i forgot all yeah. about that movie
0: you don't even know how hard this movie to find on Blu-ray is. Like some <laughs> movies, like you find, you can't find. I literally, there was one at Best Buy and I had a heart attack when I saw it. I was like, Oh my God. Cause what we did was my friend, friend hidden from the military. He never seen the warriors. And so he's like, I, he's like, he's like, uh, the last Dragon's the best movie ever. Like best, you know, like uh, he is a black exploitation film, but he's like the best ghetto movie ever. And I was like, no, wait, that's the Warriors. And he's like, what's the Warriors? So I explained it to him. He's like, well, that sounds stupid. And so we switched. And then he was like, uh, I watched it. I liked it. But you know what? I still love The Last Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's just—it's always a fun thing for me to kind of pass the love of all these random weird movies that I found. So speaking of old, dirty movies, uh, we're going to go into flea market stories.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: You know, those find those great deals and all that that dirty treasure. So uh, who wants to start it off with their greatest flea market stories?
1: Uh so I mean we Frank and I, you know, we went to the same flea market. It was it was just the one flea market, right? In Eureka. Did you yeah, have any other yeah
2: no? I mean, I think we definitely did some pawn shopping too. I mean, we sure. made the rounds in Eureka, but yeah. it was mainly that 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 flea market by the bay um it, that place was incredible i mean it was just like the freakiest of freak shows it was um it was definitely like a carnival sideshow meets uh, uh all the goods and services it was like a it was like a japanese market and uh uh icp concert all in one right <laughs> i mean there i, I think that would be the best way to describe it so yeah it was yeah <laughs> yeah exactly um, yeah, and so Tristan and I, before the podcast were starting, were discussing, there was this one particular character, and we always would call him the squeaky-voiced guy, was, that was basically the moniker we'd use for him. Yeah. Um, he had, What's that
0: like, the voice, the sh-
2: Huh?
1: <laughs> What's that voice? Oh, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to emulate it.
2: <laughs> I, I don't even think our voice could get in the range. No, like, yeah, oh,
1: yeah. It's it's <laughs> weird. Like he, it, it was just naturally squeaky and like high. It, yeah, yeah. Like it, he it was got it was, in it, the balls and like couldn't get him back down. Yeah, yeah. He just Chris. had the. Hi, oh man.
2: It was like, hell, so hard? you got to come here? And he, like, what was his specialty? He had like beanie babies.
1: He, well, he had, had be- like a wall. Too. He had did, games he also.
2: Did, yeah, he had, didn't he have mostly, like, NES and, like, Sega Genesis and stuff? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. Right. Well, was he the guy that also, because there was another cubby, I remember, and you'd walk in, and it was just, like, almost like streamers. He had, like, shit hanging from the ceilings. If I remember, weren't there, like, N64 games? Like, on a big wall when you'd walk in? It was yeah. like a cave. You. Yeah. I don't know how anybody didn't steal from this place, though. Because I mean, you were like literally walking and you'd have to like wade through the games in this place. It was like a sea of, of games. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but yeah, the dude had like, wild beanie babies and then like you go past the the game spot over here and then over here there was just like boxes of like fucking screws and like saw blades and shit (laughs) it was all like you know homemade makeshift melee weapons and then uh and then i think there was like the bong and pipe shop over on the left hand side Um, you know, they had like just the, I mean, it's Humboldt County. So of course, this is
1: before like any of the legalization or whatever, but like, you know, Humboldt County, California, we were always known as like, you know, part of the Emerald Triangle up here and like Humboldt weed is infamous uh, around the world. Um, but like no one, no one tried to hide it either. Um, uh, you know, you go to like Arcata, which is where uh, Humboldt State University is. And all the freaking hippies, um, you, you go in like their, uh, you know, Arcadia Square, which is the center of town. And uh, no one's trying to hide that shit. They never were. No, no. In the 90s, it was still, you know, it was, it was like
2: kind of like a, a just an unwritten rule. Uh, the cops wouldn't mess with all the hippies dancing down there on the plaza um, mm-hmm. as long as they weren't hurting anybody. But, yeah, everybody was just openly just smoking. And, and, you know, the cops had bigger fish to fry, so to
1: speak. So, yeah. That flea market was uh, very much in tune with those times.
2: Oh, it was wild. It was, like, right on the bay. Had to have been in a tsunami zone. I mean, it was, like, right on the wharf. Yeah. uh, It just stunk like old fish. Well, and the pulp
1: mill that you had to, like, go by to to get there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, The pulp mill is right down there. Yeah. It was, like, yeah. It it was a sad day when... Oh yeah, it yeah, it, it was it was just like the sea of broken dreams back there. I mean, I think all the people that worked at the flea market literally like lived there. There was like RVs like parked outside you know. the so, you know, they paid their booth space and got mm-hmm. their rent paid and um yeah, it was wild out there.
0: So I didn't have none in the States, but I'll I'll tell you a funny one. So when when I was stationed at Ramstein in Germany, (laughs) someone made a website called, like, it was called uh, Ramstein Yard Sales. So, like, what (laughs) would happen is, is, like, basically it was a website that was local, like, to the area, and people would just meet up. Like in this Burger King parking lot, and basically, what? it was like it was like <laughs> drug deals going on, not like real drug deals, but like, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like they would be selling all kinds of stuff. Three incidents happened to me there. One, a dude had, I'm not joking with you, complete in box DuckTales 2 and Chipotle's Rescue Rangers 2 and just was like i'm just trying to get rid of them and i'm like looking i'm like like dude these are like really expensive and he's like i don't i don't want them and i'm like dude they're worth a bunch of money he's like i don't i don't care and i was like it's fine and he's like yeah, I get all this other stuff so it was like basically all these working design games were in this little bag he had a dog bone controller and all kinds of stuff and i got that all for like a 100 bucks damn from the guy and then Unheard of another nowadays. one
1: no deals to be had
0: which was crazy uh everyone kind of knew that i was buying a lot of games there you know and some lady uh saw me and she was like yeah i heard about you buying games so you like, are you still interested in buying games i was like yeah sure so she drove me over to his house okay <laughs> and i guess her son passed away uh oh. and he was in the military had something happen to him and dude whoever this kid was he had like the most crazy collection that i've ever seen that Mega Man, that box Mega Man that I got there was from that guy. Snow yeah. Brothers was from him. He had all these complete in box games, and she didn't want them going to a a person that basically wouldn't appreciate them. And she's like, I won't sell them to you if you're just gonna try to flip them and, and try to get rid of them. And I was like, No, I'll keep them. I said, I'll keep every game that he has. And I still have all the games that he that that that, that guy has. His name's on the back of them, and I have all of them like the same, which is like crazy. But that was pretty wild that, like, I walked in this room and I, like, had a heart attack. I was like, oh, my God. The other one you should know about was the uh, the guy when I first moved here. I got my house here, right? I'm like, I got this basement. And they were having a flea market at Shadow Lake. And this guy had a whole garage full of stuff, and he's like, I don't know what to do with it. It's just boxes and boxes and all kinds of, like, old consoles and stuff. And he's like, $500, and you can take it all. So, like, I screamed and basically ran to the bank, pulled like five hundred dollars out, hauled back because he had like he had a box CDX which I didn't get because he was kind of like having sentimental value on it, so I didn't want to argue with him, so I gave it back to him, and then like got the stuff out. And right before I showed up, some other resellers showed up and they were pissed. They were like super so pissed <laughs> off about it. And I was trying to fill that jeep with like stuff, and I had to make like three trips back and forth to my new house. And uh, Melissa was pissed. That's what Moosel's great wall, the, the the console great wall that was at my other house. Yeah, That's yeah. That's mostly from all that guy that I bought oh from. Oh uh, Seriously. That, wow. that, that uh, garage sale slash flea market they were having out there it was nuts.
1: Yeah, I I really miss flea markets, especially like uh, you know it, it was a routine that we had. We went every single Saturday. Um, and we went with friends. so yeah, chris, chris would always be uh, dude, I, I was so like thankful for you and your Mustang, man. Like you know, mm-hmm. the, you were the guy with the the wheels, like uh yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: you always dude, have that, that awesome. one friend
1: that like has the wheels and dude had a freaking sixty nine mustang fast back. Dude, that thing was so nice. whatever happened yeah. the car, man.
2: Uh, uh, broken I sold it maybe about eight years ago. Um, it was just a matter of, it was just starting to rot in the driveway. I just didn't have time or the money to work on it. And so I let it go. Um, you know, with the hopes that one day I could get something else you know, something to work on. Hopefully me and the son maybe can work on something. Um, but, uh, yeah, but it was, it was awesome. I, some of the best times were to be had in that car. I mean, we, I think we made it like a weekly thing. We would do our rounds. We used to go up to Eureka, we'd hit the mall, we'd hit the flea market, and then we'd go hit the batting cages and then go get something to eat. And that was just like every freaking weekend. we'd do that. Um, and then we, th- we threw some pawn shops in the mix too. Pawn shops were starting to just kind of become a thing in Eureka. Um, and uh, yeah, um, so it was, dude, that was some of the best of times we had. Um, pawn shops uh, are pretty wild in Eureka though. You got to have your head on a swivel nowadays in those pawn shops. There are some crazy druggies that come in out of there. I literally saw a guy a while back. I was in one with my son and, uh, I'm coming out and in the parking lot, this dude's got like a knife. Like this, like a big like and he yeah. just bought it at the pawn shop and he's tapping it on the hood of his car and he's talking to his buddies and they're like, All right, we're gonna go get our money back now. And they like start marching across the street with this knife. And I look at my son, I'm like, all, all right, we're getting out of here. Holy this is crap. not where I wanna be. Yeah. So <laughs> that's where Eureka's where Eureka's at now.
1: Yeah, so
0: Arizona was like kind of different too. Like, so, like, it's so hot in Arizona, so we didn't have a lot of flea markets. They would have like one big flea market, but what a lot of stores did, like like mom and pop stores, they would have like their own like flea market places. My mom used to take me, like, my mom found this random place. And they used to sell Nintendo games for, like, five cents. And then they would have, like – that's where I got my Resident Evil from and, like, all these weird places. Like, they would have stacks of games, and you just walk in there. And uh, <laughs> My friend laughed at me one time. They had a dresser. I had nothing to hold the games in. So the lady's <laughs> like, just take the dresser. <laughs> so I had this dresser full of Nintendo games that I stocked in there and just took them out and went to the house. <laughs> But my mom was like that, though. She like When we lived on the East Coast, she was all into like flea markets and Goodwills and, and yeah, anything yeah. she could get her hands on that was like thrifty and cheap. And so she taught me that, and that's how she did it with me all the time. She would like – she would find me – it was funny. Like this – it didn't even like, look like a video game store. It, you just walk in. There's like a cage on the front. You walk in. There's like games everywhere. And I was like, I wish I, I, wish I would have a clean-up place. Yeah. Like what I have. Because they had everything in there.
1: Yeah. uh, And, and, uh, you know, we we have all these stories about uh, these flea markets and and stuff that um, uh, all these deals that we get. But like that's it's a thing of the past, because nowadays, um, you know, with the Internet being around, everyone's trying to resell. It's way too easy to resell everything. So everyone thinks that they have stuff that's worth something, and they're never going to like, give you any sort of deals uh, in, in a place like a flea market or even, even garage sales anymore. Um, it, it's just not a thing. Uh, Craigslist, whenever it was first out, you know, kind of took the place of, of uh, garage sales you know, for people who didn't want to go on eBay. But even now, like the, the market is so saturated with these resellers that are just trying to flip and make easy money. That um, you're just not gonna find anything anymore. Um, and I, I really miss those days of going to the flea market, week after week. Uh, you know, looking for video games specifically. Maybe flea markets exist for other other reasons, like uh, you know, farmers markets. Um, but as far as video games are concerned, uh, I really think it's it's just dried out, and you're not gonna find anything anymore. Also, too,
0: like we were talking about this too, and so you were talking about like limited run being digital now you know what I mean now it's going to a digital market and because of that all this physical stuff that we have now and there's certain games like they were saying like I guess in like Kelsey's uh little thing 83 percent of games right now are you can't get them they're they're only digital only and yeah. they're and the yeah. physical games you can't get your hands on them so what's happening now is is that I think it's going to do a reverse because everyone's going to start hating digital and they're just going to go get physical games for them instead of having to try and download them and lose them. But the problem is, is that people are going to use that to their advantage and the prices are going to go up for all the physical copies.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. It's
0: going to suck.
1: Yeah. Selfishly. I hope that that does happen just because, you know, I'm I'm part of, it's no secret. I'm part of premium edition games. um, And, you know, we're just like limited run. Our, our model is that we help uh, developers that only have a digital product bring their their product to a physical form uh, so that there's a physical game out there. Um, we've seen in the market, and it's because of, of Limited Run and, and just the saturation of it, um, that uh, the the market has kind of slowed down and people have stopped buying. but. You know, given this new information, uh, I'm I'm really hoping that it does turn around and people start buying again, uh, physical. Yeah, I hope Uh, they just keep it
0: because right now it's bad. Like you see targets and stuff now. They got nothing, not even movies. It's crazy.
2: No, it's weird. It's like the aisles have been condensed down to like maybe two aisles. Yeah, dude. And it used to be just an ocean of like movies and games. And like, you know, my kids Uh even nowadays, it's just like, you know, you sit down, you turn on on demand of whatever games or movies and you just pop it up. And it's like, I don't think they really uh, understand of like what it's like to actually like get something that you've been waiting for for, like, a year or two or whatever for the release mm. date, and you get it, and you crack it, and you smell that fresh Chinese plastic. <laughs> and it just, like, you know, Beautiful, it's almost that noxious. It just, it just <laughs> knocks you out, especially Nintendo games. Nintendo games had a specific, like... You know, whatever ink they used in the manuals <laughs> and in the, the the chips inside of the cartridges, you know. But it was awesome. I mean, and then I would even sit there, before I even play the game, I would sit there and just stare at the manual for like an hour. And my parents would be like, are you going to play it? And I'm like, oh, I'm just looking at the artwork and who made the game and all that. Yeah. And then I would actually play it, you know. I was that kid.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I love that you said that because... Uh- <laughs> I'm actually the person uh, for premium edition games that makes the manuals. I have such an appreciation nice. for manuals and I love yeah. making them. Love it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I, was yeah. The, I was the same way. Same way. And like the crazy thing I, that I'm starting to see now, I told him this. So there was a company that actually made physical, all the physical games, like for PlayStation and Switch. But you think about it today, Abara, why is L- LRG going digital? And right after this whole thing of those physical. Because they, physical they have nothing closing, else to
1: do. They've they've saturated their own market.
0: Well, it's not it's saturated their own market, but guess what? It could they could have been getting that stuff from that same company and now they can't get their hands on it. So there yeah. might be coming a future where they're gonna give it away from physical and they're just gonna give you only exclusive digital only. Kind of like those uh Aye. what what are those things called? Those those uh what are they called? NFTs? It's gonna be oh, something yeah, like yeah, that where yeah, yeah. like you have fungible NFTs tokens. for that type of stuff. <laughs> yeah, correct. But also I think it like I feel the same way. Like with my kids, I try to I try to show them like all the cool stuff with it, you know, and, and kind of get their excitement for it. That's what I do with them, you know. But they have their own thing too, like Sonic and Mario, like that's their that's their foundation right now. And like I try to that's why I made this room because my mom used to take me to Blockbuster. So that's why I have all this stuff here, because I want them to feel the same experience by having something in their hands and actually playing with it instead of the Let's just go on the thing and just click on a button and go and just watch it.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so it's 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 odd. It's almost like the library of Alexandria has already been burnt (laughs) when it's like when you just have digital. It's like it's like it's just air. Yeah.
1: It's just a day.
0: Topic we're talking about is 80s and 90s local commercials. You know, us growing up, you know, you always have uh, your own local commercials and things like that. So I thought uh, this would be a good topic for all three of us. Yeah, oh yeah.
1: I mean, obviously Frank and I are gonna have similar experiences having grown up in the same place, uh Northern California and Humboldt County. Um I, I there I so I guess we both of us should should uh just um focus on two. Um and hopefully I don't take the ones that you're thinking of. Okay. Uh there's there's one jingle that I just can't get out. Actually, I'm gonna take three. <laughs> and and one of them's not really a commercial it was just a segment that was on all the time. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Oh yeah, I know, you know where you're going with this one. I know <laughs> where you're going with
2: this one. All
1: right. So the first one is uh, Angelo's Pizza. Um, oh, okay. That that jingle. Uh whoever wrote that jingle did a really good job because it's very memorable. Everybody goes, <laughs> "I love that one." Mean, okay. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I
2: was having a hard time. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah, that was, that was I a mean, good one. Dude, it's got freaking two verses.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know, but it's stuck in your head and you like, you go, damn, I want some Angelo's pizza tonight. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: <I know. laughs> It just gets stuck on your head so hard. And they and had a that, decent uh, arcade.
1: What's that? They had a decent arcade. Oh, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Pizza arcades are a, a dying thing to, or a thing of the past, too. Oh. I know. I know. Yeah.
2: We actually got um, a Mountain Mike's Pizza here in town, and they actually have an arcade.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, my wow. kid actually wanted to go, so um, I didn't. I didn't get to a company. My wife took them. but uh, apparently they blew through probably forty dollars <laughs> worth the quarters. Wow.
1: <laughs> yeah. What's one that you got that you that sticks out?
2: Uh, for me, it's all the Corky Cornwell commercials. So he was a U.S. <laughs> cellular. Uh uh cell phone. Yeah. And he was just it was just the typical zany commercial guy. He was just this overweight, uh, you know, he looked like uh somebody that would be on the campaign trail for uh, you know, uh, a Goldwater Republican and uh, he just would do the craziest fucking commercials and he was insanely loud. Like if you had your TV up too loud, it would literally just blow the speakers out of your TV. <laughs> it's almost like You're the people lying. that <laughs> No, it was almost like the people at the studio making the commercial knew that. And then they would crank it up all that much more loud in the audio mixing. So, I mean, there was one commercial in particular that stands out that was super wacky. Uh, he had, when the Motorola razor came out, he, uh, the phone would ring and he'd pick it up and he'd go, hello, sorry, I'm busy shaving with my razor. And he had like a brand new Motorola razor and it was just covering it in shaving
1: cream. It was ridiculous. <laughs> uh, the second one that I had was, uh, Archie and Clodhopper. Hopper. What was that? Oh yeah. What was Soul that? Soul savers. Soul savers. Yeah. yeah. It was, stupid, yeah. It was uh, a car dealership, right? Yes, souls are like they're saving the souls yeah. of your shoes. Yeah, they're giving you the yeah. <laughs> deal on a brand new car. <laughs>
2: yeah, it was, uh, that was ridiculous.
1: Talking shoes, like that's the best thing that they could think
2: of. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh man, uh, oh yeah, it was, it was. uh it was just these talking boots. They cut the sides out of them and put like sewn like puppet faces, and they would really? sit there and talk. saying, <laughs> Oh come in the Soul Savers. We'll save your shoes. It was ridiculous. <sighs> so, um, I I'm having a hard time thinking of a second one. So I will actually add to the Soul Savers. So mm. they actually did away with the 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 boots for a while in the commercial, and they actually uh. E- it was uh the new owner bought it and instead of the boots in the commercial they would like plagiarize like different uh, like they did like a fantasy island uh you know commercial and it was all fantasy island themed and then one time they did a Beavis and Butthead one, and they actually had somebody do the owner and his sidekick in Beavis and Butthead in the cartoon. And they actually got a cease and desist from MTV because of it. And they had to pull a full commercial. Are you freaking
1: kidding me? What were they <laughs> thinking?
2: No, I know. They, they was like a full blatant plagiarize. It, it was crazy.
1: That's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. It was wild. All right. I'll, I'll save my last bullet till after we hear from uh, Eric. All right. So I have one that's really funny and it it never aired on
0: TV uh, in Baltimore, but there was a there was an ad group that was that was doing an award show in 2006 for a local a local car place did like an ad. And the ad company that does the the voiceovers for them, they made two versions of them. One was the actual version of it, and the other one was them making fun of Baltimore. And they're like – the first portion of it, they go, F you, Baltimore, and they talk all this trash. And it was like a joke but somehow someone found the tape of them uh that made it and they posted it on youtube if you haven't seen it you should go look up big bill hell's cars it's ridiculous <laughs> like they make they, they make all this inappropriate stuff for it i, I ha- i'm sorry i'm gonna have to play just just the first portion of it just so you understand we're gonna we're gonna have to is. link
1: some of this stuff like if we can find these commercials we'll uh we'll try and link it in the uh description uh below our video. That way, uh, you know people people who did not grow up in in uh, Tempe, Arizona, or uh, D.C. area, or Humboldt County, California, can enjoy and partake in the uh, the amazingness that is our local commercials. Oh yeah, it's uh, oh, yeah. Some, it's it's something to see. I thought you were gonna bring up Joel Agnew. Oh no, no that's my last bullet, brother. <laughs> oh
2: shit! Oh, sorry. <laughs> If you think you're going to find a bargain at
0: Bill, you can kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's like, so, it, so it's them spoofing it. Like, it's crazy. And I saw I, – so when I was a kid, I saw the actual commercial. So when I saw that, uh, I was like, is that real? Did that really happened. And I talked to my cousin about it, and my cousin's like, he's like, dude, I saw that same commercial. He's like, I don't think they said that, though. And I, I found out like over <laughs> over the years they just made they were so they were just frustrated with doing it over and over again. They just made one just to laugh at and it got off to the internet and I'm glad it did because it's amazing.
1: So is this one that they like just aired at two in the morning when no one was watching or what?
0: No, they never show it on, on like TV. They made oh. it and then they just it was like a joke for them, like I when see, they had I it. See. But someone like took the tape and they found it and they posted it on YouTube. And like, they do like, it's like, it's like, yeah, you're going to do challenge pissing. He's like, if you could pee up in the air without touching yourself, then you'll get a free car. <laughs> it's so dumb. And, and the best part of it, like I laughed the most was that Baltimore was known for these, these like shady car places. And so them just starting the whole video with FU Baltimore was like, I just died. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh! Um, but you we can find YouTube big, big Bill Hells
0: oh. cars. Big Big what? Big Bill Hells cars.
1: Gotcha. Um, we had one actually. Uh, there was one in the the Omaha area. I remember from like, um, whenever I first got here. Remember Rod? No, no, you you probably you were here a little later, so you probably don't remember there. But there was this like uh, retired. <coughs> I think he was a retired football player. That um, it was trying to uh, make his like furniture empire or something like that. But uh, he still has that seven day market. That's Rod Cush. You remember mm-hmm. that, uh, Eric?
0: I think so. And was I was I I think also don't quote me on this, but I think he's my father in law's neighbor. No way. <laughs> like he lives <laughs> right next to Joe. I think. Yeah, he like. <laughs> Dude, he played. He played for Nebraska, I guess, and then uh, he got. He just basically he lives off his fame from that. Uh, there's
1: another oh, one. Oh gosh! So he wasn't I even an NFL player. He just played for Nebraska.
0: I don't know if he was or not. All I know is that he told me like, because I went over to his house and I was like, "Why does this dude have like the biggest jacuzzi I've ever seen in my life? Like it was huge." And he's like, "Oh, he he thinks he's he thinks he's the stuff. He like sells furniture and he lives off his Nebraska stuff." And he was kind of just like like kind of nonchalant, like, "Well, that that's, oh, that's like just,
1: just into stuff much." That's the most Nebraska thing that anyone has ever Nebraska'd because like. <laughs> it, it, those of you who have never lived here in Nebraska, there's one thing that you got to understand: these people love their huskers. the, the people who grew up oh, here love their huskers. No other sports exist. They're the shittiest team in the world. They'll never <laughs> win. They're the cowboys of uh, of uh, NCAA because they'll never win a, a championship. And and all of their fans fucking think that they're the hottest shit every single year. They go like, oh, this is the year, we're gonna win it all. And that's all you fucking hear about, and they always fucking lose, and uh, it's so irritating. It's just, oh, my gosh. All right, I need to stop. My blood is getting too high. Um, But, yeah, yeah, dude, like, hearing that Rod yeah, Fish, like, Midwest, lives off of his called? Nebraska fame. Yeah, that's very Nebraska of him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's all Famous they do right Scott Frost came fire. here. They act like it was the like coming of Jesus. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's dude. Sl- it's crazy here. I can't deal with it. I, I I'm an ASU fan. I'm just gonna say that here. Pac-12. We're never going to a championship, so we're just getting participation trophies every year. So I'm I'm good with that. But out here, like I honest truth, like I I'm never going from uh Germany to here. That's the first thing someone told me. He's like, dude. He's like, you're gonna get so annoyed by how many times we're gonna say how great they are, and they're really not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, they. I can't stand they, it. They, they have. I mean, like their their defense, the, like their elite defense, is called the black shirts. As if that means something. Like, yeah, you're still a shitty defense with black shirts. Apparently, <laughs> <It's> great. <true. laughs> Good for you. Um, so my last. Sorry, it's, it's <laughs> bad. back to the local commercials. <laughs> uh my my nebraska hate diatribe there uh 80s and 90s commercials the last thing that um i wanted to mention about humboldt county and i'd be remiss if i uh did not mention this man um joel agnew what's going on with joel agnew it was this segment every day every week probably every week
2: i think it was i think it was once a week yeah
1: yeah. But I mean they aired it daily, but he, he would record a new one every week, and it was what's going on with Joel Agnew. So he was he was into the hip scene of like everything going on in Humboldt County. He was he was the it guy, like uh apparently, um, he would like to think. So he was this like uh freaking, I don't know, like 50-year-old dude that like thought he was hot shit. It, it, he reminds me of like a less cool somehow. Guy Fieri. Um right. Like if Guy Fieri like took a shit and it turned into a person, it'd be Joel
2: <laughs> You gotta be careful now. You know Guy Fieri <laughs> is uh our, our landlord over in Ferndale. Oh sorry sorry Guy. <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> I forgot I that he is he's I, I don't think the he's the a Lord. gamer. I know. Yeah, he's gonna fucking evict us next month now. We're done. <laughs> I love you, guy. He's, yeah. I, I think I don't think we're in any danger.
1: I know, I know. I'm, i of course I'm just kidding. Anyway, you're gonna see. Guy watching. Fieri looks like every dad in Arizona, like friggin', <laughs> like <with> the spiky <laughs> hair,
0: and they got those ridiculous boats and those fire shirts. Like those fire shirts are freaking everywhere in Arizona. When I saw, him, oh, I yeah. thought he was from Arizona.
1: Like it's crazy.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's wild to find out that he's from a, a little fucking hick cow town in Northern yeah, California. Yeah, he's from
1: Ferndale, uh, California. Um, yeah, yeah. Which is right near That's us. Wild. Um, yeah. yeah, so he, he worked at some bakery that was like... My brother worked at that bakery, too. Um, yeah, uh, and he worked at...
2: Yeah, and he worked at the Ivanhoe. He's famous for, he was a cook at the Ivanhoe. Actually, he was a dishwasher, and then he worked his way up to a cook. I've heard the whole history a thousand times over.
1: (laughs) Is there a sign going into the Ferndale, like home of Guy Fieri?
2: No, that's what's crazy is like it's it's definitely like the town lore that he's from there and you know, like our store over there how we my wife has Guy Fieri merch in the store and shit Does like she that. Really? Because I mean, oh yeah, Should we that's have a whole awesome. guy Fieri section. I mean, he's our landlord, so how could yeah. you not? It's kinda that's like oh, we might as well, right? Oh but, yeah, lean but, into no, it but the, for sure. Yeah, but yeah, and he's cool like he's so, he's given us like official merch and he actually autographed some stuff for us to sell last year, which was pretty cool. So, um, but no, the town doesn't like put a flag post out front that says, ah, oh, you know, come to town cuz this is where Guy Fieri's from." But, yeah. you know, it's kind of a, a known, it's got kind of one of those unknown known things.
1: Well, so, and to be yeah. fair, to be fair, I mean, well, if, if Guy really- Fieri is just one of those people that people love to hate so yeah, I know. I'm, I'm just yeah. i'm just having yeah. fun sure. but joel agnew i'm not joking around he he thought he was hot shit and he wasn't so um yeah it was just so annoying to hear this guy like hey what's going on like uh <laughs> over at the newberg park you got this and i don't know whatever yeah, yeah. well it was just his his
2: delivery Everything. was like he yeah, his delivery was weak. He just and but you forgot to, to, you know, put in the actual cream of the whole story is that he was like pretty overweight. He was like a big dude, but like he had a braided rat tail. That's that right. Right. It was like four feet long, and and, and he drove this, like, little tiny Miata, and so I saw him at the gas station one day, and he gets out, right, and I didn't know he had a rat tail. He never, like, let it fly in the commercials or nothing, and, like, so he gets out, and he jumps out of this Miata, right, and he's sitting there putting gas in, and all of a sudden, he just reaches back, (laughs) and he just brushes the back of his neck, and he flicks this thing out, and I was like, holy shit, He's got like a three foot long braided rat tail. It was wild.
1: <laughs> oh man, anyone like so that down in Arizona? Area, so
0: technically, you guys are technically you guys are like Flavor Town.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, yeah,
2: <laughs> that's true. Actually, the section of our store uh, is we call it Flav. My wife calls it Flavor Town. <laughs> so, if you are ever in Fernville, California, and you want to buy some uh, official Guy Fieri merch from the source, <laughs> Frank, like do you
1: guys have? Do you guys have a uh, a website that we can uh, link? Also,
2: uh, yeah, it would be. Uh, oh God, my wife's gonna kill me if I don't know. Uh, <laughs> let's see, it should I'm be uh, should be Humboldt's Hometown Store um, dot com. I actually have the. Ferndale City Guide right here. Hey. Um, so that is the guide my wife worked hard on last week to get out.
1: And Eric, um, you didn't know uh, the majestic was filmed there. Outbreak was really? filmed there. Um, what? Yeah, the monkey. Yeah. Oh, oh. Here's <laughs> another thing about Outbreak that. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think Chris knows or Frank. knows. My dad was uh, an extra. Uh, he would and he was. Um, uh. What the fuck is his name? Freaking main character. Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. Thank you. He was Dustin Hoffman's uh, body double. Oh, I think he told me that. Yeah, my that's dad nuts. was. Uh, I think so I another, think we.
2: Yeah, did we saw that? Yeah, I think I've seen it. Okay, that's crazy. Mm-hmm.
0: So a I thing I, that you might be interested in, where I lived in Tempe, <clears> is where they filmed Bill and Ted. So the water slide with Napoleon <laughs> and like the bowling alleys and the the Demus was actually my middle school which is why Really? <laughs> so they actually have yeah. a circle the circle K that they used it's actually there and they have like it taped off and inside of it they have like a poster and it's like the Circle K and it's like it's it's a historical place now they can't get rid of it it's it's basically there for for that movie which is pretty freaking cool. Uh, we it was laughing cuz I was watching the movie one time and I'm like I've been there. I was like, I've been there, and my friend's like, Yeah, it was taped here, and I was like, What? Are you insane? And the the uh, the mall that they were in was Fiesta Mall. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome.
1: Actually, that's Which that's a awesome. good uh, segue. We can we can uh, jump to the next one and talk about gaming as a parent last, if you want to. That's yep. That's fine. Okay.
0: So we're gonna talk about uh comparing 80s <laughs> malls to today. Uh, I want to give a shout out, rest in peace. I'm going to get a rest in peace Fiesta Mall t-shirt. The the place where I got my first date, where I had done all my shenanigans. Uh, the arcade where I used to whoop the brakes off people. And by the <laughs> way, before Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A even got hot, Chick-fil-A was in the mall before oh, it was boy, even I didn't a know restaurant. But so we, we had a Chick-fil-A next to our arcade place. And my favorite pizza place of all time, Sabaros, You know, that great oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> mall oh, <yeah>. pizza. <laughs> oh, uh, beautiful. Greatest New York pizza in the world. <laughs>
0: What's great about what was great about my mall compared to what is today, it was like the meetup spot for everybody. We didn't have phones. So basically, we would just run into each other at the mall. Like, we would literally be there, like, on a Saturday morning or in the afternoon after we got out of school. Like, everyone basically met up there. And so you'll see random people, your friends in hot topic, or playing in Spencer's, looking at the most inappropriate stuff in the back. We'll, we'll go into all those details. Uh, or, or my favorite, or my favorite was basically everyone was outside skateboarding and smoking. So like you, you ran into somebody when you were there. So like that's the thing I miss the most is uh, we went to a mall here, uh, not even like a month ago. Me and my wife were like, let's go check out a mall. And we went in there, and it looked like the most diseased, disgusting place I've ever seen in my life. Like, we walked in there, we're like, dude, we're depressed. (laughs) Like, this used to be our childhood, and now it's, like, some scum layer. It was like, dude, it was funny. There was one Spencer's open in this store, and the rest of it was, like, a a flea market on the inside. Like, they were selling, like, old, worn-out clothes and stuff. It was
1: freaking weird. I'm picturing, like, like, this rundown mall. Like, uh, uh, footage of it, like black and white, and then like that Madonna song, like, is used to be my playground, <laughs> like, <laughs> the saddest. What, like,
0: what
1: blows ever. my mind
0: though, like, even for like, say, for them for you guys' malls, wherever, it's like, I can't believe they're gone. Like, that was, I enjoyed like just walking around and seeing stuff, you know what I mean? I like Sam Goody. Or KB Toy Store or oh, toys, before GameStop E B games, like all these great stores you just walk around in and just enjoy. But like now it's like everything's Amazon, everything's like online, no one wants to leave and things like that. It's it's so weird because it's, it's such a social impact. Like the place I live in was social impact. We used to go there all the time, and it's said that it's it finally got demolished today, and like no one's ever gonna to enjoy that type of stuff again. Yeah, what about literally
1: you guys? today, huh?
0: today it, it like my friend yeah. sent a, a facebook press, shout out macortes the partiest guy ever by the way another funny story on our last day of school he hit a light post <laughs> and he hit he hit uh we were in ROTC and uh he hit uh colonel stark's car which he was the head of our ROTC place oh, so not only did he he was trying to show off for the ladies mm. he had this camaro And he lost it, and he hit the post, and then it came around and hit the thing. And all I could do when I was smoking my cigarette was like, did that just happen? That just happened. Oh, that's Colonel's car. Oh, my God, this is going to be great. And watching him get out of the car and then have to go inside, and all you could hear in this, because we used to have these portables, you could hear the portable shake from just him flipping out. By the way, he had a Stingray
1: Corvette sitting there so so it's, oh come so on he got
0: smashed and boy was dude it was a, it was the last day of school too which is crazy uh, but uh he's in the uh air force right now he's a he's in the guard and he flies around and dude he's dude he was the dude i wanted to be as a kid he like had all the girls everyone loved him so shout out to mac Ortez. hope you're doing good
1: out there but yeah
0: <laughs> what about your guys's malls uh what
1: what great memories did you have in those oh, in your malls? I'll let you go first there, Frank. Uh,
2: let's see. So basically, uh, the mall in Eureka, well, it kind of took on a twofold thing. So we had a smaller, uh, older mall that was like the early, early 80s when I was very little. That would have been uh, what they call that, the Mall 101 or Eureka. It was just the Eureka, Eureka mall. mall.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, let- and then that, Pop quiz, Frank, what did it smell like every time you walked into Eureka Mall?
2: Oh, it's fucking gorgeous. Donuts. I mean. Donuts. Dude. so it just, good. It would, blast, it would blast you. Like, it just, oh, my God. And then the dude in the corner would be selling newspapers, and they had yep. this big fountain in the middle. It was yep. beautiful. And you walk in, but there wasn't much to shop there. It was like they had a Sears attached to it, which was yeah. cool. Um, I can't remember what else. I was really little when, when that was all going down. But then – In 1985, they built the Bayshore Mall, which is down by the bay, um, which was about like a mile away or so from this little mall that was up on the hill because it was just limited on space up there. So Sears moved down there and then eventually was, uh, you know, your normal, typical urban sprawl mall. Um, You know, definitely not as big as, uh, you know, it wasn't a multi-level. It was a single level mall um it kind of had it was kind of in like a fork like a v and there was like the main hub with the food court and everything kind of v'd out but it had an arcade it had tilt it had a hot topic um there was you know old navy victoria's secret um you know azumis um you know all the goods all the main stuff and uh yeah tristan pacific Meach, yeah pacific somewhere that was another one yeah uh, yeah. S- uh sam goody um uh, and even like before uh, before GameStop, it used to be Software, et cetera. Um, mm-hmm. Used to go in there, just it was awesome. You'd walk right by Tilt um, and then right by the arcade. And then I think uh, it was right next door for a long time, right? Yeah. So it was just, it was just, you would just bounce back and forth between the two. Um, it was amazing. Um, and uh, nowadays, it's still there. And just to update Tristan on how it's going the mall itself is fairly empty as far as like Victoria's secret went out of business, uh, or not out of business. You know what I mean? Victoria's yeah. secret went out, uh, like old Navy, like a lot of the big box places went out, but there's all these like weird little mid mall kiosks selling random shit. But like on the outside, uh you know the shops are like empty like there's no more jc penny um but they got like the ulta beauty there used to be a uh uh uh, movie theater um but the movie theater went out years ago they got rid of the movie theater which is now where the ulta it's just all cosmetics which is bizarre um you know uh they got the Coles. we have a Coles in there um but uh believe it or not somebody is pumping money into this thing because for as much money as they're losing on the leases for not having businesses in it's got like brand new tile like it actually looks good the food court though is better like if you go in the food court there's only uh uh there's like a mexican place and that's it that's good too. It's all yeah yeah I heard it's good too but everything else is just is just white plywood so the whole food court is like boarded oh, up that's
1: so sad It's
2: bananas <laughs> So and then one other little fun fact is do you ever remember back by the bathrooms when you go to the bathrooms there was like this wall of ceramic tiles and I think it was like some kids from a yeah, school so that had I do remember all that. these different tiles yeah, 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 yeah. and there was like peace love friendship and then there was like somebody had done the metallica logo and it was just like it. well <laughs> it got it got fucking ripped out recently oh yeah so no more metallica tile so
1: <laughs> i Sad. forgot about that dude i totally <laughs> remember that wall but i forgot that that was in bayshore
2: yeah it was like that's customary funny. it's like if you're on your way to shit out your uh, sabaros, and you in the hasty run to the bathroom. You'd have to give the Metallica tile the, you know,
0: yeah, the funniest, or whatever the funniest you funniest think of
1: Metallica.
0: Love Metallica. He's, it's my fave. They're number one in my, in my heart. We were just talking about that last week. Yeah. We
1: were talking about Metallica last week, actually.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: The, uh, the funniest mall
0: I ever went into, and it's something Arizona, that you'll laugh at, there's a mall in Scottsdale, and people locally will know this. Uh, there's a mall in Scottsdale and this mall, when it was open, dude, all they sold was like expensive stuff. So all the rich people like went there and stuff. And what's funny is, is that if you walked into the mall and they know that you're not supposed to be there, like the entire mm-hmm. mall would like turn around and stare at you, like and like, and then basically really? they would like call security. It's it's crazy. I thought it was a mall, and uh, I would. I hate the age myself, but uh, I was going, so Static X was supposed to be at this place called Marquee. I used to work there as a bartender. We got moved to Scottsdale. So all the goth kids showed up in Scottsdale, which is like the richest part of the city. It's like all these smoochy Beverly Hills kind of people. And so they're wondering what the hell is going on. So I was like, man, I'm hungry. I was like, oh, there's a mall right there. I was like, I'm going to go jump over to the mall real quick and grab something to eat. And when I walked in there, I was like, what is going on? And it was like fancy music. They had a piano guy playing piano and like all these people. And I looked at the price tag on something and it said like 10 grand. And I was like, what the hell is Whoa. this kind of place? And I, I was like looking around and I was like, Oh, is there a food court? And then when you go to the food court, it was like an, a, a huge steakhouse like where like you get steaks and all kinds of crazy like a full-on like really expensive restaurant so i had to go to this place had to eat a 35 steak which i couldn't afford of course hmm. and then walked it was like the cheapest thing on the menu and then walked my butt back over there to the other side and they were calling the cops on the venue because they were like oh there's these 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 uh these evil devil kids that are sitting outside this place and really <laughs> well we could what happened was our the ac broke at the the place and so the only place that was open was that spot. So everyone had, we had to, like, write, everybody saying, hey, you know, on the wall, like, we moved to this location. And people were, like, pissed off because they had to drive all the way across the city just to go to a concert. But, man, i never seen a mall where, like, I felt like I, I didn't belong. I felt like I was in Beverly Hills. <laughs> I was like, this is scary, man. <laughs> I, like, That's walking crazy. through here, it's like, what if I break something on accident? Yeah, <laughs> I, like, I can't afford
1: $10,000. Yeah, my, My, um, experience with Bayshore Mall, I mean, you know, similar. I just, I just remember it it being a really busy, busy place. Um, just, you know, kind of like, uh, malls in their heyday, like, like any mall in their heyday, really. Um, but we would go there, there was a Gotchox, there was a Mervyn's, there was a JCPenney's. Those were like the big three, uh, and Sears. Yeah, there were, there were four big, uh, stores and those were the big four. Um. But, like, there were, yeah, like he was saying, uh, there was a food court and then it kind of veed off. So there were, like, two main branches. I just remember, you know, and this is before cell phones and pagers and all this other stuff. So, like, uh, if you didn't have a solid plan to meet your mom or your dad or whoever took you to the mall, you're walking around for fucking hours trying to find those motherfuckers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That
1: sucks. That sucks. So frustrating, man. And and then you're oh, like, yeah. fuck it! I'm just gonna stay in one spot and then hope that the other person isn't doing the same on the opposite <laughs> side of the wall. Like yeah. it's so bad. My they mom even have a pager system, like you know, calling. Did <laughs> like uh, yeah. I don't even I don't remember them having a pager system like that. Like. They had guest
0: services at most malls. They sat in the middle, and you could never find the dude. It was supposed to be one dude, and then when you go to the booth, he was never – the person was never there. So you couldn't call anybody. My mom, like at the Fiesta Mall that I lived at, she – so I lived right next to it. So if she couldn't find me, she would just leave me, and she would be like, oh, I guess I'm going to walk home a mile. Yeah. (laughs) And decide to walk (laughs) back to my house.
1: Well, you, you lived in Scotia, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I live in Fortuna. Scotia's even further away than Fortuna was. Fortuna was twenty two miles away from Eureka and then yeah. all. And yeah. Scotia was how far away from Eureka? It's like 26, 28
2: maybe? Yeah. Something like that. that. Sounds right. so, yeah.
1: Oh uh, yeah. So, so we you're either catching the all.
2: transit bus. No, not at all. No. No. Yeah. Yeah, that's – well, that's the weird thing about Humboldt County is it's very, like, rural, and so there's a lot of outer-lying areas. Like, if you were to clear off all the trees and mountains and everything, it'd actually be a pretty good size place, but it's everything separated by the – like, every town is usually within, like, five, six minutes on the highway, but it's, like, all separated by, like, a river or some sort of creek or a mountain with some trees and everything like that, but yeah. that's why the mall was usually so busy, as you get to Eureka and you go, oh, where are all these people coming from? It was because it was the only, like, central hub shopping place within, you know, 60 miles. So, right. you know, it was, yeah, we, we it was either you going... We didn't have a Walmart,
1: no. we didn't have uh, any sort of thing no. like that. Um, yeah. So it was the mall. Mall or nothing. Mall or nothing, so yeah. I have,
0: I, have two, I have two questions for you guys. So where were your J C JCPenney's and those big places that were they in the middle of the mall or were they always on the outsides of the mall?
1: They were, They were the always ends of those, notice. those, uh, uh, the branches, the very end yeah. of the branches. So yeah. Anyway,
0: with mine Mine was at the end of the, and the thing. I always wondered, like, I always saw this funny story. Like, I was like, I wonder if JC Penney and them just walk around. Were like, no, no, we don't want the middle. We want the, we wanted the outside boundaries yeah. for our stores. Mm-hmm. I, oh, yeah. the, I used to always joke like like a turf war like between Sears and JCPenney. Like they were on the opposite sides, but I felt like it was like a gang thing, like, oh, there's those guys from <laughs> Sears over there. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, this yeah. is Penny. <laughs> yeah. And I just think I think it's super, I think it's like super funny. The other thing is I I, I this is when we we're young, young gentlemen. Where were all the girls at in the mall? And I can tell you exactly the place. Where were all the girls at in the mall? Claire's? That's one, but there's yeah. another one too PacSun. Sun. I remember vividly oh, yeah. 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 hanging out outside of Pack Sun to check out girls that were in the store. Like that was a big deal. Oh, yeah. Also, what was it? The store, Roxy, wherever it is. Yeah, and they would it would make me laugh. I'd walk into the to the mall, and I would just see all these guys was hanging out there, and like you know, you ain't looking for no damn clothes. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: I was and going hot to topic, Sun to buy but... some puka shells, baby.
0: Oh yeah, oh, yeah. What's yeah. go to the Sun here in in Omaha? Man, Maya Melissa. Yeah, yeah. She she did that, but the, but the other thing I thought was funny was hot topic was. Then when the when the goth era came in, <clears throat> then it was funny. There'd be all these dudes trying to hit on all the goth girls there, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I'm thinking about getting a gauge for my ear." And then and we'd sit be laughing at him. It's so, like,
1: miss it. I,
0: I do you think? ever come back do you think like down the road like it's gonna be like one of those like cool like like we have pop culture stuff now that's coming back do you think that pop culture might bring back malls like maybe in a smaller base but do you think they would come back
1: too expensive too expensive yeah yeah doesn't make
2: sense i don't think i don't think gen z has enough uh wherewithal to to bring something like that back they would well, It would just it totally depend on the, the parent, parental structure. You know, if you had enough 80s parents that could influence their kids that would appreciate stuff like that. But, yeah, I, I don't see it happening,
1: really. Have, I mean, it's sad. We have a better chance of malls existing in the meta than they do. Uh, exactly. Like that, that's what I was going to say. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be like a seriously like a virtual reality thing or augmented reality. Maybe like, mm. oh, let's see what my great-great-grandfather uh, experienced in the 80s, you know? Yeah.
0: But here's the thing, too. Think about it, like Target, for example. All the girls like going to Target, right? It's basically like the same thing like going to a mall. You know what I mean? You're walking down the aisles. You're looking at stuff and all those things like that. I mean, there's a possibility it could happen. I, I mean, I could see it. I wouldn't see it like a big scale like they were doing like a long time ago, but I think in a smaller scale, I think they could, you know, a few shops and things like that. You know, stuff that we like, you know, or, or like pop culture wise. And that was a good segue yeah. to Abara. So we're going to go into uh, gaming as a parent.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I know uh, Abara's got many many, many, many uh cat kids and I've got <laughs> twins and a son. And I know mm-hmm. you probably got children as well. So we thought this would be an interesting topic because a lot of times people, there's some people that just like, like me, for example, when I grew up in the 80s and 90s, my mom didn't censor me at all. And whereas abar here, you know, he got censored like completely.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. So what's your comic evil? You know, you know, <laughs> us comparing us game from back then to now, you know, when we have kids. So, so I'm, oh, I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna obviously uh, defer to you to parents uh, for most of this segment, but I I guess I'll just say my little <laughs> two cents at the very beginning. Um my gaming habits and uh, my my collection would be very very different if I had had kids at any point during my my lifetime. Um, oh yeah, having been a, a cat father, <laughs> cat dad, <laughs> cat daddy, cat. Daddy. You know, I, I have the freedom to um um you know pour pour money into uh uh frivolous things that maybe you parents don't get to do (laughs) so let's hear it parents uh i i would actually i would really like to hear how you plan on trying to or if you have tried to pass on any of your like uh gaming um habits or uh loves uh to your children at any point um so far
2: so yeah um so my son is a hardcore gamer um so he's nine um, my daughter, she's 12. She doesn't really play much. She just gets on Roblox and messes around every once in a while. So she doesn't really game that much. So my son is nas. Nice. Um my son, he is definitely a hardcore gamer. So yeah, I have definitely influenced him. I mean, really, I didn't know what to start him out on when he was young. So when he was about five is when he started to take interest in games. So I just started him off with easy stuff like Lego, Indiana Jones and Lego star. It was all the Lego games. I'm like, that's going to be the easiest thing. We could play it together. We can have a good time. Simple. Right. And then like, As covid hit, he was about Mm. seven and a half. Right. And then all of a sudden it's like he had all this time to game. And, you know, Melissa was home with him all the time doing Zoom school and doing all that while I'm off at work. And every day I would come home, he would have time to sit there and go through. The hard drive, because, of course, you know, I got lazy over the years and I don't have physical copies of games as much anymore. So I have a hard drive full of like 200 games. And he's asking me every day, Dad, can I play this? Dad, can I play that? And I was torn because I wasn't a sheltered kid, really. But my parents did kind of pump the brakes on a few games. And then they would just say, forget it. Just go ahead and play whatever you want. And so I had to make that moral decision with my kid and I, like he literally came to me and he goes dad I want to play GTA it looks amazing I see it on YouTube and I want to play GTA and I'm just like you know what I said as long as you don't go to the strip club you're fine go ahead play GTA actually I didn't I didn't want him to play story mode either because the story mode, some of the themes get a yeah. little. Uh, but I said, if you just want to play online and screw around, I'm like, I don't care if you run over people in car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Just like whatever, have a good time. And he loved it. And and you know, he's a good kid. And I don't think it's 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 affected him in any way. He doesn't uh, you know act squirrely. I think you got to kind of take it by a case by case basis. I sure. think if uh, little little Timmy over here is trying to put the cat in the microwave, then uh, <laughs> maybe not let him play uh you know any any games that uh could potentially cause them to go a little ballistic so um yeah but as far as influence yeah i definitely i i ran him through all the greats in my mind you know i've tried to get him into classic gaming but graphically games are so amazing now that he definitely sticks to the you know the newer more awesome titles but you know i got him into playing like uh doom uh and the doom remakes and doom eternal he played um he's a big fortnite player um he's he's spent uh that actually segues into a pretty crazy story that i'll tell you about that um but yeah, he he plays he plays anything really. He's super into you know like he just got WWE 2K23. I was telling Tristan earlier, um, he loves the wrestling games. Um, you know, loves GTA, loves Fortnite. Um, so yeah, he really doesn't have a limit. He plays literally anything. Um, so yeah,
1: I've got a, qu- a quick question for you, Chris uh, or Frank. Um, sorry, I I keep doing that because I just uh, you no, know, it's all good. Old habits die hard. Um, yeah, yeah. You, I I remember you telling me uh, that whenever you would, uh, and, and maybe it was Figuritos in Rio Dell. Where did you go to rent your stuff?
2: Yeah, I would go to Redel or sometimes like if I was in Fortuna because the account was all, yeah. you know, for the whole system. We didn't I'd have a Fortuna for, or Redel. For those of
1: you who are confused what we're talking about, we didn't have a Blockbusters or a family video or any like big chain. We had a, a family run, um, well, owned um, rental chain called Figuritos. That was their last name. So that was our rental place. Um, but my question for you is, and I remember you talking to me about this when, when we were, uh, younger, uh, and I didn't know about bubble bath babes and hot slots and, and those until I talked to you about it. Uh, how did you get away with renting those there? Uh, Frank, (laughs)
2: So I personally didn't rent them. They actually, and they they didn't have them at Figuritos. They had them down the street at the liquor store. So the liquor store had a movie rental spot that was about this big. They had like 15 movies and like maybe a dozen Nintendo games. And three of those Nintendo games, it was Hot Slots, Bubble Bath Babes, and there was a third one, wasn't there? I can't remember it. Peek of that's right so somehow I so my parents didn't give. Really much of a care what I played or watched, but they still cared. I had a buddy, however, his parents really didn't give a shit. I mean, it was like you want to watch face, you want to watch Faces of Death. You go to Nate's house. Hey. You want to play? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And so, like, I go, I go, Nate, we gotta rent these games. And he's like, What? What are they? And I go, Uh, they're they're basically NC17 Nintendo games. They're like the only three that I know of that exist, and, and they have games. them in Rio. And he has porn games. I go, well, your parents rent them for us. He's like, I'll just let's just ride our bikes over there and go rent them. And the fucking dude behind the counter, he's half cocked on Schlitz. He didn't care. He's just like <laughs> rented them out to us. And we went home and, you know, we got our little novelty on. And and uh, we got the chicks to strip down playing peekaboo Saw poker. Some and- nipples. 8-bit nipples, and was like, oh, yeah, it was amazing. (laughs) And uh, and a sad side note is uh, when I actually got into ROMs and emulating a while back, I actually downloaded those for a little nostalgia moment. And, uh, uh, yeah, I quickly deleted them afterwards. So I'm like, what am I doing with my life? Oh, yeah,
1: no no shame. (laughs) Frank, Frank, I've got a buddy, uh, John Miller. He he has a website called thisroomisanillusion.com. He and I have collaborated on a couple of uh, video games ourselves, like video game releases. One was a Nintendo DS game, a couple of NES games. But he does uh, homebrew aftermarket uh, games. He actually did a full complete in box release box manual cartridge of uh, those three games
2: nice
1: you you can buy them as a multi-pack like all three games are on one cartridge i've actually got a copy on my shelf
2: that's hilarious yeah
1: it's dude the quality is ridiculously good too yeah he's amazing yeah yep that's that's amazing
2: so Mm -hmm. i do have one more story Uh, just a quick one about, uh, another thing about gaming that I learned the hard way as a parent is, uh, so the thing that's crazy about games nowadays with how addictive they are, um, they're already addictive enough. And then you factor in things like Roblox and Fortnite with that free to play system where it's like, Oh, you download the game and it's free. But then all of a sudden, if you want like the coolest shit that all your buddies got, you got to spend like, 10 15 20 30 dollars on stuff mm-hmm. so my son overheard a conversation my wife and i were having about six months ago that uh one of my buddies His bank card, somehow the number had got compromised and somebody like in South Carolina stole his bank information that was on Xbox Live. It was some hacker kid and just ran through his bank account just buying Mm -hmm. a bunch of stuff on Xbox Live. So I think my son must have overheard this conversation. So fast forward to like three months later. I get a notification from my bank saying our checking account's been overdrafted and i'm like uh what is going on so i go to the bank and i start talking to the teller and i'm like what's going on and whatever and i'm canceling my card because i'm thinking that my number's been stolen something there's a big problem and she goes well we'll cancel your card and we'll get you a new card but she goes these uh all seem to be coming on your end she goes this isn't really strangely fraudulent she said their their purchase is being made from your home and i go oh, no huh, really okay so i start going through my uh xbox live is the first thing i'm thinking because she said they're microsoft charges so i'm going through there's nothing in my email there's no notifications or whatever so i'm going Let me check my son's outlook. So I go on my son's email address, and all of a sudden, I just scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll. So somehow, and I had set it all up where he couldn't make charges without me knowing, and he had to get my permission and everything. Somehow, those controls, I don't know if there was a glitch or something got screwed up, but they went away, and he must have spent over a grand on grand theft auto and Fortnite v bucks and it was just and i think what he thought in his mind was that oh my parents will see all these statements think it's fraudulent we'll call the bank and say oh we didn't make these charges and they'll just clear it off and you know he's he's nine and he's just like hitting that x button just like yeah just charged and and charged and charged oh dude it was rough and the bank was like, Yeah, sorry. <laughs> you're lost, not ours. Were you so, were,
1: so you were out?
2: Oh, I, no. st- I actually I, I actually stopped counting once I saw it go for a, for a thousand. I told my wife, I'm all that's it. I, I'm like, I can't even count anymore. I just it is what it is, you're not getting oh, it back. No. I, I I don't even want to know, so yeah. <laughs>
1: Damn. <laughs> yeah, it that was that's rough, crazy. yeah, dude. So Good. beware my, uh, my...
0: parents, beware. So, yeah. yeah, I'll say the same thing too. I had the same kind of incident happen. I was at work one day and my Google actually texts me when someone, you know, makes a purchase. My wife will like buy a movie or something like that. I could see it. And, and what happened was my sons were obsessed with the Sonic app game on her phone. And I started seeing these, these charges pop up. So I immediately, I saw him, Like I was like, Sonic, I'm like, I know who that is. And so like, I canceled the card on there, like, immediately, like, I just took the card off. And then uh, I got home, and I thought it was my older son, because he's a big Sonic fan. And then come to find out, my twins didn't know what it was. It was like, oh, you can get this cool costume. And they were like, all right, cool. And they it's were just so hitting the button. It's so
1: predatory, man. It's so <laughs> it predatory. It's so
0: bad. So I had to cancel my card on there and move it to another another. Uh, I had to move to another account so that didn't happen again because of mine was loaded on there. That I, I understand what you're going through with that. That that I didn't go a thousand dollars, but I'm glad I saw the text because if not, that probably would have happened to me too. By, basically, my two twins just going nuts on the freaking phone. Uh, I don't know. I was never like your friend. I was never censored. My mom was in the mindset was you're gonna see it anyway. If I try to get you not to look at it, then you're just going to want to go look at it even worse. So she, me and her were yeah. big into blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would watch all these crazy movies. My first movie was child's play of all movies. Like, that's the first <laughs> movie I ever saw. <laughs> uh, and my mom was just in the mindset that, like, you know, I she didn't want to censor me because she knew if she censored me, there would be a big fight in the house. And, and she was a single parent so we would go to blockbuster that was her thing we would go my mom knew all the managers so she got all the hookups for the new releases uh all the new games came in i got hooked up on those also the pro wrestling thing the 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 pay-per-views that would come like a month later i would get those so i can watch what happened because i never wanted to know what was going on wrestling until i figured i got to watch the videos yeah yeah but uh but what's crazy about me is is that my mom actually like was a big influence with me with it she was take me to Chuck E. cheese and play donkey kong i played on the play choice 10 which i have one back there now because of her uh and she was my big influence of video games so with my kids it was really funny leland actually like went right into mario like he didn't like any of the new games he went right to the old games old school mario and he played that for a really long time but now his new thing is sonic like it was like a perfect storm when the sonic movie came out Now he's like all Sonic all the time. He watches gameplay videos and all the Sonic games. He plays all my Sonic games I have here. If I don't have it, he wants me to go to a store and find it because he's obsessed with Sonic. Uh, He has all the plushies and everything like that. And then my other two are like right behind him, but they like the same things too. So what's great is, is that, like, my mom used to take me to a Blockbuster. So when they come down here, it's like a reward. We have, like, arcades here and things like that so they can actually, like, enjoy what it was like to be in the 80s and 90s like we had. And I, that's why I wanted to pass on my mom's type of stuff because her thing was on Fridays we would do what's called Pizza Friday. So hmm. – and we didn't call it that. But when we what she would do is we would go to Pizza Hut. We would go to Blockbuster. We get a movie. We all sit down and watch movies together for the night. And then Saturday was like, I could play my games. And then I well, technically I had to return the movies the next day because she wanted her, she wanted her money back. You know, they give her like a discount for bringing the movies back rewinding and everything like that. And then she used it for the next week. And then I would play the games on the weekend and I would return it back on Sunday. And that was like a cycle thing that we we did all the time. And so with them, my kids, my, my, my uh, mom passed away early. She passed away when she was 45. So to honor her, I do like pizza Friday with the kids. So we always have pizza. We watch a movie together, and then we'll probably play a game or two before they go to bed. And we do that every single Friday just to honor her and what she does. But I don't want to play all the crazy stuff. They are trying to figure it out. I remember that, Remember your uh, remember your birthday party when we were downstairs playing Resident Evil One Point Five, and Leon yeah. was like, "I want to try this game out so bad." And I'm like, "Nah, you can't play." <laughs> it. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I don't uh-huh. want to censor them, but the same way I get nervous about is that when I was a kid, I was obsessed with games. Like, I, if I got, like, a shitty game or a good game, I played them obsessively until I beat them. And they have the same kind of, like, grumpiness as, as dad uh-huh. is. And I used to get mad a lot about some games like that. So I try to find positives first. So I them with the retro stuff. And like slowly, like Leland, like Shadow, and Shadow's like an adult see Sonic, so he's playing that. And I think down a little bit, a couple more years down the road, I think I, I won't. I just let him play wherever he wants to play and have no issues with it. But uh, the twins, I'm still they're still young, so I just kind of keep them, you know, with the just with the classics. They come down here and they play on the the Switch is like the greatest thing ever to. Them. I think it's their version of Nintendo. They play like Mario Brothers and all the things down here. Uh, Shredder's Revenge, the Chiefs of Mutant Turtles game, they play that too so a lot. Good, oh, yeah. Man.
2: Yeah, that's a good so one. Good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And they they, they know that I like retro stuff. They And, like, he's, Abar's been there. Like, they've went to the same stores as we go to. They get excited as, as we do when we go into stores and things like that. So it's fun for me just to pass it along to them. Because yeah. they're, they're going to have this... Uh, I, you know, whatever they want to do with it, but I think it's going to be a good, like, kind of, like, bonding thing when they get a little bit older, I mean, then we can sit down here and play games together and do things like that, that's why I basically made this, was for them, so, I think it's pretty cool, parent-wise, I think Omar would be a great parent, if, if with all the Mario stuff he has, my kids love going to his mm-hmm. house, oh, yeah. playing his crane,
1: there's always a conversation, <laughs> Oh yeah, no, I, I you know, it. I, I it was a pretty, I was, I was never against having kids. It's just, uh, you know, if, if Natalie wanted kids, we would have had kids. If she, right. I'm fine with her not wanting kids. So it's, it's whatever for me. Like I never, you know, had that like, uh, desire burning desire to have kids. So it's whatever to me. I was, I was, rever- right. I was
0: like, I was in the Nats mode for me cause I was in the military and I was just like, I didn't really think kids would be a good place to bring them into what I'm doing all this, 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 this mm-hmm. stuff. And so when I got out, You know, Melissa negotiated me with it, and I I love all three of them. I mean, they're all three like the same way as I am. I have one, I have a twin that's a goofball just like me. He has, he's, (laughs) I told my wife he's going to be the, he's going to be the, the ladies' man when he gets older. We have the middle child that's like the bully. His name's Logan, and he's Wolverine to every standpoint there is. He's just very emotional and wild. And then Leland is like, all of them and combined together, and he's like a really sweet kid and super smart, way smarter than me. So I'm I'm happy to pass along to them, and I hope they get to pass it to their kids when they yeah. when they you know get old enough and stuff like that. So that's pretty cool.
1: Well, I joke around that uh, you know I'm a cat dad and I, I don't have kids, but I mean like I I absolutely and uh, I, I love being a uh, an uncle, um, like to my uh, nieces and nephews, and they know that I'm a huge gamer and they, they love coming over here and I mean I've got a freaking claw machine that I, I keep, uh, stocked with like prizes and stuff like that. Just so, you know, when they come over, I'm like, yeah, here's a token, go, go get a prize. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm trying to like, uh, introduce them to, to like classic games and stuff like that. Uh, that, you know, um, uh, I I've, I've supplied them with their, their, uh, Xbox 360, their PS3, their PS4. I gave them a PS5, um, <laughs> like, uh, I gifted my uh, my niece a, a Switch, so you know she's a gamer now. Like you know, she's definitely a mini me whenever it comes to like gaming. That girl is uh, supremely talented when it comes to like being an artist, and and she's actually the only person that I I talk to outside of like premium edition stuff on Discord. Like she's on Discord all the time. Uh, Emma is, um, yeah. So <laughs> that girl is uh, just a, a gamer through and through. She's been watching me play, uh, like, games on my 3DS since she was in diapers, like, literally. Um, So I I really enjoy, like, you know, it's obviously, yeah, I think I would have made a a good dad had I had kids and and passed this stuff along. But I can can still pass it along as an uncle for sure, as a Funkle fun uncle.
0: My my kids my
1: kids love you to death. Oh <laughs> It's, I love it's funny when they,
0: when they come to my house they go, Oh Bora! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. it's wild for me because like I I I I miss my mom so much and it's it's just great that I can least pass something for her because she, if she yeah. if she was here she probably would be playing games with them for sure <clears throat> or give me grief for censoring them all the time but she's like I ah, just let them play <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: but uh, do you uh, so we're gonna go to our last topic uh, last week's corrections I have one uh, do you have any Abara?
1: I do I have one quick one we were talking about the uh, soundtracks of our youth and I was talking about how my brother listened to 90s grunge Um, I I was listening to the podcast back. I'm like, why did I say that? There's, yeah, that's not what I meant. Like, I mentioned Nirvana, and then in the same breath, Metallica. When I meant to say Stone Temple Pilots, (sighs) not Metallica. Metallica is not grunge. I know it's not grunge. (laughs) Um, but yeah, whatever. That's my one correction.
0: I you're gonna laugh at the one that I caught, and I was aware. I actually listened to it the other day and i was embarrassed i literally scrolled on youtube and i went right to it i meant to say gandalf for lord of the rings but i said ganondorf which <laughs> is basically <laughs> zelda and i was like what what the hell was i thinking and it's just it's hard sometimes because i i got a really bad scatterbrain with when, when certain topics come up and stuff so i get people confused in different genres and stuff like that so i want to well, apologize actually he would been pretty dope and lord of the rings to be honest with you so frank uh, you you
1: weren't on the podcast last week but uh is there anything that you did last week that you want to correct yourself
2: on uh pretty much everything every day you know Uh, can we rewind life and just uh, no i know i'm i'm grateful i got a lot a lot of fun stuff uh going on so no i can't i can't think of anything uh yeah comes off the top of my head but uh, that brings me up to just real quick when uh, Eric just mentioned Gandalf. Uh, so I got an 80s movie that you should watch. So I don't know if you're familiar with a movie called Dead Alive, but that is Peter yes. Jackson's first movie, I believe. It's Put that one on your list. That's a good one. <laughs> yep.
1: If you just it's like good.
2: straight up 80s gore. Yep.
1: Have, have either fantastic. of you guys heard of Meet the Feebles? Yes
2: yeah but i can't remember exactly
1: what that if one is. If you haven't is. watched meet the feebles okay or at least seen a like clips from it look that one up okay yeah
2: what's well, up uh, uh, can that's you give me along a... the
1: same lines as uh like you know a, a renowned director and his early works uh, who did uh hold see. on let me let me cheat i, I can't remember i think it's michael uh, hold on. yeah it's
0: I got one for both of you you guys should, should watch. Tammy and the T-Rex.
2: Tammy and the T-Rex. That Meet the so, Feebles and Tammy
0: the T-Rex sounds
2: familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tammy meet
1: the, the T- Feebles is Peter Jackson. Yes.
2: Oh, that, that was a Peter Jackson as well. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, Tammy and the
0: T-Rex was Paul Walker's first movie and the girl from Starship Troopers the... Uh, I can't think of it. And basically it's... it's yeah, Denise Richards is in it, and then, uh, the bad guy in it is is a uh, Bernie Lomax from Weekend at Bernie's, and what he <laughs> tries to do is he tries to take an, he's trying to take an animatronic dinosaur and put a human brain into it, it to make it come alive, and <laughs> it's it's the most terrible movie ever. Uh, and then like it's Paul Walker as a T Rex through the entire movie. Like they they take it like in a truck and stuff. Like it's the most ridiculous shit ever. Uh, <laughs> there's a game that came out from the guys from Rick and Morty, and they actually put that in the game. Like the whole movie, you nice. can like watch it, and it's it's like Xbox exclusive. Oh I can't gosh. think of the name of it, but you can watch that movie. And when I watched it, I was like, I can't believe I've never seen this before. I've like run it everything. <laughs> <laughs>
1: thank you so much for being on this week with us. Like, um, you know, I obviously like you were, we wanted to talk about gaming as a parent and, you know, me, me not being a parent, we wanted to bring another parent on to have a sort of a perspective aside from, you know, coffin who, who has a lot of experience with it. And, you know, he's a huge gamer. So, um, you know, not that he couldn't handle that himself. I just, you know, I, I figured we should have, uh, two people on that know what they're talking about. And I'm certainly not one of those. um, Uh, But is there anything, uh, you know, we're doing our outro now, is there anything that you want to plug, like any uh, business that you guys are doing, any projects that you're working on, anything like that, any shout outs?
2: Well, since I am just a dirty old construction worker, I don't have <laughs> a whole lot. Unless you live in the uh, Humboldt County area and you want some stuff built, uh, you can call DCI Builders out of Ferndale. Uh, we, uh, we do very nice work, a lot of custom home building. But I guess I could plug. Uh, so this is... Uh, the ad for my wife's store. Um, this is just one of my wife's many, uh, yeah, there's adventures, Guy so right there. Yeah, Guy there, right there. Right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, he's, uh, he is actually the landlord. He bought the building that our store is in. So it is the, uh, it would be the Humboldt hometown store.com in Ferndale, California. So I'm if you ever check that out, in the area, yeah, yeah. actually, uh, Tristan's brother actually made a surprise appearance. Uh, what was that about six, seven months ago? Mm-hmm. I'm in the back just hanging pictures. We're like just about done with the store, and we're setting the art gallery up. And all of a sudden, I hear, "What's up, Chris?" I turn around, and there's Shannon just staring at me. It was wild. So mm-hmm. I was not expecting him at all. I had no idea he was even in the area. So that yeah, was good to see him. So, um, but yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's one of my wife's many babies. So she'll be happy that I plugged that.
1: Yeah. Do you want me to go first there, Eric? Yeah, you go okay. ahead, sir. Um, well, just recently, um, like right before the podcast went live, Kickstarter actually, uh, you know, did a, did a full reverse and um, accepted my uh, my Kickstarter campaign. So I can go live at any point. I think I'm going to go ahead and go live with it next Tuesday. Like I wanted to do it on a Tuesday at 10 in the morning. That's like apparently the optimal time to do it, but they didn't do it in time. So I, yeah, like uh, Eric knows about this, but Kickstarter, they they have to review every single one to to approve it going forward. Uh, whenever they were re- reviewing my my books, they thought that I was just doing a rehash of my old book. So uh, clearly, someone didn't read. Like what my campaign was about, um, and it caused a uh, a week an un- unnecessary week delay. Um, actually, it's going to be a two week delay because of some incompetent person. Um, whatever, uh, maybe maybe it'll give me more time to get something done. But whatever. Uh, so please, uh, you know, look out for my my new book series. It's going to be the video game collector's field guide. It's about twenty four hundred pages, four books, um, and it's uh, visual, yeah, visual compendiums of like every single video game library you can think of, uh, both common. That's, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's it's gonna be crazy. I mean, it's it's a hefty, hefty project that I've been working on for the better part of three years. Um, and uh, yeah, please uh, check it out on Kickstarter. It's gonna be live sometime next week. Um, of course, I work on Premium Edition Games. Uh, give them a visit. Uh, you can buy my current book, The Video Game Console Collector's Field Guide, right now. It's in stock. Uh, so if you go to premiumeditiongames.com, uh, you can check out my book and uh, the games that we have for uh, for sale for the Nintendo Switch. Um, yeah, that's my, sh- my shtick. What you got, Eric?
0: You guys can follow me at GIGamer1981 on Facebook. Uh, I also have added to Instagram now, but it's under my own name. But uh, I will be posting, uh, you know, information about MagDX, uh, updates for your Kickstarter, as well as uh, different reels and clips. Uh, I I try to give the best info on, you know, uh, games to look out for, uh, certain things I pick up, like uh, next week, uh, I'm going to show off my new hologram signed yeah. comic book that I got, sample copy, which is going to be great. There will be some videos on that as well when I when I uh, show it off. And uh, please follow uh, Abar here; he does amazing books. He is the greatest author since Stephen since King. Cool story, so, you know. <laughs> 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 Michael Crichton eats your heart out. <laughs> right, uh, but. Uh, happy that you came on Frank and I uh, appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to uh, nerd out with us and you're always welcome yeah. back on the show so happy. thanks for having me anytime yeah you. yeah. now my last spiel is: I always tell everybody make sure to collect open and play your games do not treat them like stocks if you want to do that go to Wall Street I don't <laughs> got time for that open the damn <laughs> stuff Uh, Open this right after this thing's over. (laughs) Screw plastic. (laughs) All the ones behind the bar, I'm going to get those too. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Have a good night. See you next week. Later, guys.